السلام علیکم و رحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ اینڈ ویلکم بیک ٹو ایٹ پرے لاون وائس آف دا کیپ نائنٹی ون پوائنٹ تھری ایف ایم اینڈ ایف یو جسٹ ٹیون ان نسرین بریاوا السلام علیکم سسٹر وعلیکم السلام Uh, but I have to tell you that that brings a different dimension to cold altogether. Is it? <laughs> is it uh, well, usually over here, once it, um, it's when it snows as well on the mountains, we don't get that much snow. But sometimes it happens, then it is extremely cold. Really, really cold outside. So it, It's actually more cold than when it snows. It actually snows. Like I've lived in Istanbul uh, through winter, and that was cold. Uh, but that was great. I still went outside. Uh, with this kind of weather, I don't want to go outside at all. I'm oh, just shame. recovering from bronchitis also. Oh, my goodness. And all of this because of the weather. Well, you also... <laughs> so, but you know what? We can chat about the weather. But we really want... I think for those that haven't um, uh, had one of our interviews, Nisreen, if we could just give a little bit of, of a background on yourself. Um, well, uh, the name is Nasreen and I now live in Turkey where I've been teaching uh, English for the last five years of my life. I started my teaching career here in 2012. I teach English as a second language and I've had the privilege and the honor of traveling to so many cities here in Turkey, teaching and traveling as well. Alhamdulillah. But you're originally, of course, from South Africa. How long have you been on that side, Nas? Uh, it's five years now. Five years. Alhamdulillah. So would you say the place has grown on you as yet? I can't imagine my life without it, actually. I find it very difficult to um, imagine my life if I had to come back to South Africa. I can't imagine living that life again. Um, so, I, <laughs> yeah, it's grown on me. It's more than grown on me. It's home. Alhamdulillah. Well, it's five years. Originally, the whole idea of actually packing the bags and making the big trek, how did that happen? I had a mad moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> If that's what you'd like to hear. We all no. have a few of those mad um, moments. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I, I started traveling for a bit and I, I traveled most of the Middle East uh, in 2011. And I guess that's where it all started because you, you start to realize that there's more to life than what you have going for yourself. Mm-hmm. And something inside of you is burgeoning to come out and it mm-hmm. wants to experience something else, but it doesn't know what. Yeah. Until you pack your bags and actually go for a holiday and see something else. And if you're anybody spiritual and you're looking for something different, then you you see the signs of Allah everywhere. Indeed. And I guess that started it. And um, there, on my travels, there were two favorite places that 
you know, happened to me. I like to say that they happened to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was Palestine, but obviously, uh, you know, being uh, the way it is, I found it to be quite volatile, too volatile for a single female to live in. Mm-hmm. And the other was Turkey. It yeah. stole my heart. And when I finally decided that I wanted to do something different with my life, I packed my bags and came out here and I haven't looked back since. Alhamdulillah, and it's been five years. Well, Nisreen, when we think generally, you know, once you, um, in you know, for, for most of us, inshallah, may everybody have the opportunity of finishing school and then finishing studies. Um, you know, you have that to-do list. Or maybe we could even add that, finish school study something and then perhaps uh, go abroad so now you've done that and you're actually um living abroad now for your fifth year what that has your has your list changed in terms of what you want for yourself we get to tick those boxes you know i've had many what next moments Mm. uh, in the last year um, but they haven't, I've, I've achieved a lot in my life and I'm very grateful for that and very thankful for that because mm-hmm. most of what was on that bucket list, so to speak, um, Allah has been kind enough to bestow me with and give me. Um, <clears throat> but for the last year, that bucket list is largely directed and guided by what's happening around me. Um, and so the setting of the goals for the next year is largely directed by... Uh, what my gut says I should do and what's happening around me politically, economically, uh, socially. Um, so there's a lot of toing and froing in my heart and mind about what I should do, where I should go, and what I want to do next. Mm. Um, travel will never change. I, yeah. I don't think that will ever come off the bucket list. Um, I think I'll always be traveling, uh, but largely that's my frame of mind at the moment. Alhamdulillah. So, sister, in reality, though, we do see Turkey all over the news. How are you managing to cope with that without the family saying, Nasreen, you need to get back home now? (laughs) Um, Allah has been kind enough to plant me in a city that uh, is quite stable. um, And so far, it's been quite safe. I've moved away from Antalya to a smaller little town called Side. Uh, which is about an hour and a half outside of Antalya. Hmm. Uh, quite safe here, and I'm not really affected by what's happening, for example, in Istanbul, uh, or Izmir, or Ankara, or all of these cities that are, have been affected by the violence. But what I can say to you is that we feel it in other ways. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes if you have friends that are living in those cities that are affected by what's happening, uh, you hear first-hand accounts of how their lives have changed and how difficult it is for them to live their lives. Uh, and you feel it. You feel it for them. You feel for them. You feel what's going on with them. You see what's going on with them from a dif- dif- uh, distance, and, and that changes your perspective on life. Um, you know, I have, uh, you know, small challenges every day and medium challenges every day. Uh, for me... You know, obviously earning a salary here, I have to make up my mind about on which day do I actually change my lira for dollar and which day will I get more. Yeah. So those are small challenges I have and it can't even compare with the challenges uh, of others that are experiencing uh, phenomenal changes and, and uh, f- 
phenomenally um, really bad changes in their lives. They can't even compare. Um, <clears throat> on a long-term basis, who knows what will happen in other towns and cities. We hope that Allah won't show, show us those days. Uh, but we're hoping for the best and just trying to live life one day at a time and enjoy it as it is. Alhamdulillah. Nasreen, five years of teaching English. I'm sure that you have met so many interesting people and that it's been very, very interesting for you as well as a teacher. Um, the challenges of, of, of being in a country where the language is completely different? Mm-hmm. Some of your experiences? <laughs> Those experiences were largely at the beginning of my career here uh, because I had no uh, prior knowledge of Turkish. Mm. Uh, but I learned very quickly from the children that I used to teach. Um, and, uh, you know, th- those moments were comical uh, because you, you actually don't know what people are saying to you and how they are and what they mean by what they're saying to you. And you have to get by on daily life without knowledge. But I used to use body language. If I wanted something, I'd just point to it. Mm-hmm. I'd count on my fingers to ask how much and things like that. Um I, I can relate so many funny experiences. None of none of them come to mind right now, uh, but I've had many, many comical experiences. Latter day, my career here, it's a lot easier because I've learned a lot of the language. Not perfectly, mind you, uh, but I can get by. I can get by. Alhamdulillah. Sister, about living there now, now obviously you used to... I know it's now five years later, but you're obviously used to your own cuisine or your own home food. Was it hard um, being able to still cook the same foods um, there or did you find that that products and everything was just like completely different? Oh, yeah, it's a completely different food world here. Um, I think in one of my other interviews, I was explaining to you what my reaction was the Mm. first time I sat down to a Turkish meal. Um, And that's mainly because uh, they have such a a healthy diet here compared to us South Africans. Um, You know, the first time someone put a plate in front of me, I looked at it and, you know, I said, well, what is this? Because the food looked like it had the flu. (laughs) <laughs> completely washed out, completely drained, colorless. Uh, and of course, you know, if we order something in South Africa, a large por- portion of it would be meat mm-hmm. and uh, a very small portion of it would be a salad. Or if we order it, we would order a salad uh, separately. But in Turkey, a large part of your plate is actually vegetables. And a very small portion of your plate is actually uh, a, a piece of meat, maybe two if you're lucky. Alhamdulillah. Um, so that was difficult to adjust to. But latter day, I've experimented with a lot of their spices and what they use in their kitchens. I try to incorporate it into what I know and mix here and there. And I get close to South African cuisine, but... Not quite. Nothing can beat mum's home, home, home ground spices. Oh, indeed. So the school terms there, though, are, are they completely different to ours? Absolutely. We start the school year in September, immediately after Eid, and uh, we end it in June, uh, before Ramadan normally. Um, so it's completely different to South Africa. Uh, 
Nasreen, if you were to, if you were to, I'm going to ask you both ways. If you were able to bring some a part of Turkey home for us, what would you bring? Mm. I'd bring back the Bosphorus. The Bosphorus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if if I could move the Bosphorus into South Africa somewhere, uh, together with uh, the uh, the Blue Mosque and the Hagia Sophia, and maybe the Galata Towers, I'd move that entire piece of land over. <laughs> and if you were to take a part of South Africa to Turkey, besides your mom, of course, what would you be uh-huh. taking? I'd, I'd not take a part of South Africa with me, but I definitely, um, I definitely want uh, sausages, sausages South style. Yeah. Do you not Maybe. get sausages there? You get a Turkish Turkish style. It's called sausages, but it does not measure at all to South African sausages. Potential business I'd want for you. Beans. <laughs> baked I'd beans. want to move an entire life, lifetime of baked beans over. Um, and and uh, I'd somehow, by some miracle, want a lifetime of uh, fresh ginger and garlic to come in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unusual request, Nasreen, but uh, it sounds quite like you, though. <laughs> so, Nasreen, at this moment in time, what, what, is, what time is it actually over there? It's actually an hour after you, so whatever your time is right now, count an hour later. But you obviously pass Maghrib and everything, because it, it's winter there by you now. Yes, uh, we had Maghrib about an hour ago already, and we're in the peak of winter right now. Nasreen, when it comes to the actual big festivities like our Eids and Ramadan, you've obviously experienced it there. Have you found it? How have you found it compared to home? I have to say that the way South Africans bring in Ramadan and Eid is a lot more, um, there's a lot more, you know, of a um, speciality about it than it is here. Uh, It's different here. Uh, Of course, it has its unique uh, ways here. Like in Ramadan, you would be woken for Seri by the beating of drums. Mm in, in communities, people actually come out onto the street and they beat the drums so that you can get up for seri. Well, if you can't sleep past the beating of those drums because, you know, something is definitely wrong if you don't hear them. Yeah. Um, of course, uh, from city to city, it, uh, it, it differs, but I think the, m- the most special city to experience Ramadan in has to be Istanbul. Um, one of the more unique experiences that I had in Istanbul was actually performing um, um, uh, Iftar and uh, the Tarawih Salah outside of uh, It's an absolutely phenomenal experience because, uh, and especially on a weekend, because people bring their picnic mats uh, and they bring their Iftar with them. Out and they put out these mats and they make iftar outside. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> whoever's around joins in with whatever, with whichever family invites you. So I've had this opportunity to dine with people that I have absolutely uh, no connection to, have never met before. Um, I've also 
prayed alongside them. I've never met them before. I've never been able to communicate with them. But the language of love is universal. The language of sharing is universal, and you simply understand each other. Uh, one of the more beautiful experiences I've had is people, uh, you know, joining a family who took me up into the hills, and we performed Tarawih Salah ov- overlooking um, uh, one of the jamis at the bottom um, and overlooking the Bosphorus. And then we made Sehri at the same time uh, up there on the hill outside and then returned to our homes uh, at about 3 or 4 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, each each place and each country has unique experiences. I do miss Ramadan at home. I do miss Eid at home. Uh, but I've learned to uh, roll with the punches and actually enjoy with what's available here locally as well because it's just as beautiful. Alhamdulillah. Sister, in terms of other South Africans or others that are teaching um, as well from other countries, is there like a network of teachers or, or is everybody on their own? Um, <clears throat> there's uh, teachers from other countries here as well. I, you know, I have a whole international team of teachers uh, at the school that I work at also. And that's a wonderful experience because you learn different things from different people every day. And, you you know, upon your on your travels, you meet so many other different people. So Allah has blessed me in that way also because the learning never stops. It continues, and, and that's a phenomenal experience for me. Um, I don't know other South African teachers here. Um, I do know that there is a Mohammed Ghaffar who is from South Africa who actually teaches in Istanbul. Uh, But I do have Voice of the Cape and your show to actually thank because having been on your show before, I have made a group of South African friends um, who contacted me after your show and uh, they're listening in right now. And uh, there's a huge shout out to all of you Afri-Turks. We have a WhatsApp group going on. Um, And these ladies are phenomenal. They're all from Cape Town. And they helped me by on WhatsApp with everything from how to buy an oven to how to get my washing machine to work. <laughs> Alhamdulillah, that sounds absolutely wonderful, um, Nasreen. And to, of course, everyone that is tuned in um, uh, in Turkey at this moment in time. That is quite heartwarming. Are you all in the same town, um, Nasreen, or in different parts of Turkey? No, we're all in different parts of Turkey. I think... Uh, Two of them are actually in Istanbul. Um, one of them is in a little town called Balikesir. Uh, the other two are in Izmir. Um, and the one from Izmir, Auntie Asma, must be listening in also. She's actually just landed in Cape Town. She's there to visit her family. Oh. Auntie Asma, have an awesome visit with your family and come back. We look forward to seeing you back here soon. Inshallah. That's absolutely wonderful. And so, you know, it's it's really a beautiful feeling, Nasreen, when we, when, and a gratifying feeling when we know that so many are tuned in abroad as well. It's really, you know, we're so blessed to be able to make that connection with so many of our brothers and sisters around the world? Oh, absolutely. You know, the phenomenal thing about this is I've never not, I've never met any of these ladies face to face. 
Um, we just, uh, it started with uh, Mrs. Uh, Surya Duranonu. She contacted me after your last show. Mm. We became friends and then the others just joined and then we had this WhatsApp group going and it's been going for almost a year now. So it is phenomenal. So for anybody wanting to complain about social media and airwaves, we're managing to connect sisters on a beautiful platform, mashallah, all the way in Turkey. Nisreen, we need to take a quick ad break and inshallah, just hold on fast for just a little bit, inshallah. Okay, no problem. Eat, pray, love with Taslima Ali. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome back to Eat, Play, Love on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. And if you've just tuned in, we're traveling all the way to Turkey and we're spending the afternoon with Sister Nisreen Variawa. Sister Nisreen, guess what? We just got an SMS from Auntie Asma to say she's listening and a bigger guess what? It's her birthday today. Happy birthday, Auntie Asma, from all of us at Voice of the Cape. Um, uh, Nasri, would you like to wish her a happy birthday? Happy birthday, Auntie Asma. <laughs> Have a great one. Alhamdulillah. Subhanallah. It's, it's, it's just really, really wonderful to be chatting to you, Nasreen, and to be hearing about your wonderful journey. Alhamdulillah. Sister, if you... If you were to uh, to sit with um with with us right now in Cape Town, and be able to tell us what you felt truly would make twenty seventeen perfect for you, what would you tell us? Oh, that's a difficult question. What would make twenty seventeen perfect for me? <laughs> Um, you know what? I would, <laughs> I would really like to, at the end of the school year, be able to say that I am going off to uh, Medina. <gasps> Inshallah. And not because, um, not because I, uh, I, I plan to. It's, it's not on the cards. Um, financially it may not be possible but if there's one wish I have uh, it's just to go back and just stay there for a while and just be with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam just to see just to sit and watch the, the, the dome if I can just to catch a glimpse of it if I can just to spend a few moments uh, in solitude with him, beside him. Um, just that. If, if I could wish for one thing, that, that is what it would be. That would make 2017 absolutely perfect. Inshallah, we really, really do make so much dua that you are granted that opportunity, sister. It's a really, really beautiful, um, beautiful, I would say, goal for 2017. And I know that you say that it's not on the cards, but I think the moment you've placed that in your heart, it becomes um, something on the cards, inshallah. And may many people be saying, Amin, and may that become a reality for you quite soon, inshallah.
Um, I hear that Auntie Asma is also originally from Durban. So you're both from Durban, alhamdulillah. <clears throat> yes, Auntie Asma is originally from Durban. And Nur Jahan Khan, mm-hmm. I think, is also originally from Durban, but then somehow lived in Cape Town and then finally in Istanbul. MashaAllah. Um, you know, Nesreen, when, when you come to South Africa itself, though everybody is South African, um, you tend to go from, from city to city or town to town, and it's still very, very different. Do you find in um, Turkey you experience the same, that, it, that, that, that the way things are done, the way people are natured um, is different from city to city? Oh, absolutely. Uh, what you will in Istanbul is not the same experience that you will have in Izmir, for example, uh, and is not the same experience that you will have down east uh, mm. of Turkey. <clears throat> down east of Turkey, um, people are very much more conservative, mm. um, and life is much more conservative. It's also very rural. Uh, it's a different way of life, and you've got to... Um, be prepared to wake up in the morning, uh, go out into the orchards, plug your own tomatoes, cucumbers, milk the cows for milk, um, you know, bring it to the kitchens and the school staff will actually cook up breakfast for you once you chase the chickens all over the show and picked up eggs. Have you uh, done all breakfast. of this? And, and, and I've done all of this, yes. yes. Really? Um, and then you... <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes, I can't course. imagine myself. Serious culture shock. And then <laughs> and then you bring it to the kitchens and the cooks cook up breakfast for you. And then, you know, the kids come in from the dormitories and they have a hearty breakfast of your hard work that you were doing in the fields down there. And then you have breakfast with them and then the school day starts. And that's quite different from... Uh, you know, life where, where, where I'm living right now. Uh, right now I'm living in a coastal resort area. And if I tell the children here that we're going out into the fields to, uh, you know, chase the chicken and get the eggs for breakfast, they would tell me I'm absolutely mad. <laughs> I just, I've never I, heard I, of this before. I, I, <laughs> Marshall, I think it's quite an experience, but subhanAllah, do, do they actually tell you that before you start applying to work there that you're going to be milking cows and, and collecting your own eggs? <laughs> if they I told think you, I will you freak out. <laughs> oh my word, Nasreen. I, I, th- I would think they're joking. I seriously think, <laughs> I would seriously think that they are joking. <laughs> no, my dear. It's not a joke. Nasreen, please promise me. No, 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 you just got to promise me that if I ever visit you, you will be collecting the eggs, not me. <laughs> uh, uh. I mean, uh, you know, I taught in, a, in, in, in Antalya, which is quite a touristic city last year. Yeah. But I traveled out one and a half hours to school every day to a little town called Varsak. And Varsak is in the middle of a farm. Oh. And in the backyard of the school where chicken and uh, little sheep and goat on the road. And sometimes, you know, they would walk into my class. Oh, my the Chicken and, and the sheep and the goat. Okay, I've done India, right? So, you know, that is very real where you get to see your goats and your buffaloes and everything. But I didn't have to actually deal with them, you know. 
I don't know. I think I would probably freak out. I don't know. No, 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 no. It's the, I'll be happy it's having an eggless and a milkless dining diet. <laughs> <laughs> the fun part is I learned the true meaning, meaning of organic from that. Oh, wow. That is super real. then, you know, the goat and the sheep walking in the corridors irritated me. Oh. But at the end of the school day, I could get my fresh, fresh milk, Uh, Fresh eggs, uh, fresh tomatoes, fresh cucumbers, uh, fresh everything uh, from the farmers outside. So are they speaking English now, (laughs) Nesri? No, we we communicate by uh, body language. You know, I show my fingers. Oh, my. Well, Nesrin, it's been really delightful chatting to you this afternoon. It's, It's really nice catching up with you. And I'm so glad that you are doing well. And inshallah, I hope winter passes fast uh, uh, and that warmer days return soon and that you are restored your good health, inshallah. And to that click that you've managed to form um, in in Turkey uh, with VOC, inshallah, I hope that you all get together in one town and meet soon. It'll be lovely. Inshallah, I mean, it would actually be wonderful to meet all of them. Indeed. Nisreen Variava, shukran so much. And the Asma, I hope that you are going to be visiting me soon before you return to Turkey, inshallah. And to all our lovely sisters that are tuned in in Turkey and everywhere else around the world, as well as here locally in SA, I need to say, inshallah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala open paths and empower our women in so many different ways, inshallah. Nisreen, love you absolutely so, so much. Shukran so much for being on Eat, Pray, Love. And I hope to chat to you soon again inshallah inshallah jazakallah for having me on your show and it's been a delight as always <laughs> alhamdulillah i love you sister take care assalamu alaikum love you too wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Yesterday, I was uncertain about my future health needs. Then a stranger held my hand and reassured me. Today, I have a friend who makes my health their priority. Today, I'm part of the Melamed Hospital family. And with 24-hour emergency units and ambulances I can call on 0800-786-000, I know Melamed will always be there when I need them. Melamed Private Hospitals, your gateway to affordable, quality health care. Melamed Gateville now open with brand new state-of-the-art ICU, pediatric and general wards. Syria has been labeled as the worst humanitarian crisis of our time. Over 22 million people are in urgent need of food, shelter and medical assistance. Help the Africa Muslims Agency assist the people of Aleppo and Syria by donating 3,000 rand towards the Syrian relief. Call Africa Muslims Agency now on 021-699-0545 or donate online at africamuslimsagency.co.za Africa Muslims Agency, the agency that cares. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. Eat, pray, love. With Ali. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to Eat, Pray, Love. Last few minutes before the next show. And I need to say shukran to everyone for being tuned in. We're back tomorrow and an exciting lineup. We're doing Uz. Uzbekistan. So do tune in if you're wanting to know a bit more about the place. We also find out about the new masjid in 
Heathfield. And of course, it's Sweet Sunday, so something really nom nom. I think we're going to do an Uzbekistan dessert. That would be quite nice and tasty. Really nom nom. Well, today is a very special lady's birthday. It is Zebunisa Sunday. A very, very, very happy birthday to a really, really beautiful person inside and out. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continue to bless you, um, sister, and keep you in our company, inshallah. And may you continue to do the good work that you do in the community. And I do honestly hope that Uncle Yaqid Sunday is spoiling you today. We're going to play out with a special track. It's called Power by Mahir Zain, just for you, as well as everyone, wherever you are headed this beautiful Saturday. May it be safe. May it be filled with Allah's nur. I need to say shukran to Buddha Nazim um, on the technical side. It's been awesome. And from myself to Slima Ali, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.